Joining me today are Brandon Swain and Kayla Munson. I actually said his last name correctly this time, so because last time I did not. <laughs> Dude, that was real rough. Last I, time. I I butchered it. It was bad. Um, but anyways, joining me today, or welcome to Freestyle Friday, uh, Brandon. I'm glad you're here today. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Welcome to the first episode of the Brandominium. Okay, oh. that's what we're calling you whenever you're on the podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. <laughs> As of last night when we were playing basketball. Caleb, welcome back. Menu? No, Brandon Minium. Story? Oh, well, last night we were playing basketball, and I just Brandon just started making buckets. So I was like, dude, that's a little Brandon Minium action, and I just kind of went with it. He so just that's, came off. That's now what I call him. That's it. He's a I'm roller. not very intelligent, but I, I'm a good guy with nicknames, okay? I'm really good with nicknames. That's fair. That's I don't fair. know why, but I am. <laughs> All right, but Caleb, welcome back. Thank you. Dude, good to have you on again. Let's get right into these Freestyle Friday topics, shall we? Because there are a lot. Okay, so like I first posted it, and there was three responses. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I guess it looks like we're not having a Friday <laughs> podcast. Um, but then I reposted it again on Thursday and got a lot more responses, which is really good. I'm nice. really excited to get to delve into these topics, guys. I mean, this some of the stuff is real deep, and some of it is real stupid. So I'm very <laughs> excited. Um, just as a... Uh, let's see. I don't know how to describe it. like a disclaimer. I guess would be the best way. Yeah. Um, a couple of the responses asked about Ukraine and Russia. I'm not going to talk about Ukraine and Russia. Um, as much as I enjoy talking about politics with people, this is not a political podcast. Um, this is a podcast for fun, and I think that it is a good thing to keep that separate from from my podcast at the, at this point in time. Agree. So. Uh, if you want to talk with Ukraine and Russia, you can message me directly, or and I will be more than happy to talk with you about it. But on the podcast, I don't think I will unless it is unless I'm speaking with someone from the, uh, like a government official. Um, I think that would be the only time that I bring something like that up. That'd um, be an interesting podcast. It would be interesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we have a couple of good questions here. Um, a couple of them are like too long, like um, you know, top ten this, top ten that, and just with the amount of time constraint we have, I can't go into that many top ten. So. First question, first topic here is uh, what was the qu- the topic was top ten favorite car and truck makes and models, which would take a long time for all three of us to go into. Um, so I'm just gonna do top car and truck make and model. Car um, and truck or car, car and truck? truck. So give me one car and give me one truck. Mm. Brandon, oh, you can't. Do I know you drive me. a truck. So. I'm I'm not a I'm not a vehicle kind of guy. Uh, but I'll I'll throw this out there. Um probably um i'm giving a range here because I'm, I'm like i said i'm bad with cars uh mm-hmm. i would say uh mustang from the 1960s Ooh. would be my top car for sure Sexy. if i could find one of those and uh rebuild it and my that would be that would be awesome really my dad had the 1964 and a half the very first mustang ever straight off the line wow well, he didn't have it off the line because he wasn't born yet but he had <laughs> yeah. one growing up yeah as a teenager he bought one from his neighbor or something like that and nice. he sold it before i was born and Ever since then, I've been uh, mad at my dad. Basically, popped out the womb, and he was like, I sold my Mustang. And I was like, oh, put me back! <laughs> no, and so it's just, yeah, it's but he has one. Yeah, I had one. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. car. That would be nice. Beautiful car. A truck, man. I, you know, my, my truck is butt ugly, but I could say my Ford F-150 from the year 2000, uh, a step aside bed, it's, it does the job, but it looks terrible. It also doesn't have a back window. It does not so, have a back window. Look at Bob Stool uh, back from fall 2020, and you'll find out what happened. <laughs> all right, Caleb, what do you got? Best truck and best car. Uh, all right, so if we're going to talk truck, I don't do trucks. Oh. I just I grew Plank. up city. We never really had to do trucks at all. Um, so if I had to say one, I like the newer Silverados. I think they're pretty clean, uh, good utility. Um, if I had to say car. I personally love Nissan 350Zs. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's such a basic response. Okay, I'm basic. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you have a good opinion. I'm glad that you have your own opinion, and we're proud of you for that. I don't agree with it, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, so for me, the best truck is the 1990 Ford F250 bench seat single cab my granddad had one of those and it lasted until i had almost four hundred thousand miles on it 
The only thing he ever had to replace on was the alternator, and that, I mean, that truck was just a monster, man. Just a beast of a truck. Just a beautiful piece of machinery. Um, my family are Ford people, so, you know, not I'm not hating on any of the other truck companies, but I, I enjoy Ford trucks. I think they make a good, I think they make a good product. Um, I would say the second after that would be Toyota. They also make a really good truck product. Um, my favorite car, this one's a good one. The 1969 Corvette Stingray with the T-Time roof and white wall tires. What a beautiful oh. car. Oh, my oh baby. It is beautiful. Oh. It is beautiful. So if you ever got the chance to look up one of those, please look it up. It is gorgeous. Do you have color? Oh, silver. It's got to be silver. It's got to be silver. I'm more of a hot rod red kind of guy. But. See, here's the thing. The silver on the 69, though, looks really, really good. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, I mean, my personal favorite color is yellow, but it just doesn't work for that. The, I'm telling you, when you look at the when you look at the car, you think of what's that? What's that car that's in the James Bond movies that like has the guns in it? You know what I'm talking about? That's the car you think of. It's it's yeah. sleek. Yeah. It's got the nice curves on the over the wheels, and you're like, this could be a spy car. Oh yeah, and that's why the silver works really well, in my opinion. But Makes sense. Makes some sense. people differ, but that's what I think. So that's our cover on that. Uh, next thing. Trevor Lawrence is actually coming to Bob Jones University next week. And I'm kind of super excited about that, I'll be honest. I might buy tickets and go, and I'll try to see if he'll be on my podcast. He will say no, but I'm going to ask anyway. <laughs> I mean, you're never going to know unless you ask him. That's true. I'm going to go up there to the T. Lawrence, and I'm going to look at his six foot seven giant of a person and be like, hey, yo, bring you and your hair on my podcast. <laughs> you're to this, Trevor. I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. I mean, what do you guys what do you guys think? Is that is that good publicity for Bob Jones? We have to buy tickets. Yeah. What the frick? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. I mean, Trevor okay, Lawrence. it's fine. They're bringing an NFL superstar, well, an NFL quarterback, that is <laughs> into Bob Jones. I mean, when has that ever happened before? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. When's no, the last I, time we saw T. Brady pull up to Bob Jones? You that's know what I mean? that's a good point. That's good. I would love to. I, I, tickets, you know, they might push me away a little bit, but we'll see. I, I want to be able to go see him because I, I know that he has a background of being a pretty outspoken Christian, no mm -hmm. matter what situation he's been in with, uh, his whole time through Clemson as a quarterback and how well he did. Oh, yeah. He still kept up his reputation as a Christian who stood up for the Lord and what he believed in. And I, I'm so excited for him being here on campus. So I'm going to do everything I can to try to get out there and listen to him speak. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what he talks about. I'm trying to get like the VIP entrance tickets to be like special so I can go get pictures and stuff. That, I think that'd be super cool, to be honest. That'd be super cool. Caleb, what do you think? Trevor Lawrence and BJU, good thing or bad thing? Uh-oh. Uh, I would say overall good. Um, but? But I'm, ah. I'm personally not into it. Ah. So because I grew up in South America, I never watch football okay. or NFL. So to me, he doesn't have as much weight, uh, like I guess riding on on this visit. But I know a lot of other people do. And yeah. They really care. So yeah. I think I think overall for BJU, it's good. Okay. Yeah, I can I can understand that. All right. Now next topic here. So so our friend Ian, who lives in our hall. <laughs> oh, he, Ian. Oh, oh, Ian. Oh, boy. oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> he he responded and asked me how to play defense. Um, now here's the thing. Well, he didn't ask me. He just said how to play defense. Like that's just the phrase he used. I'm guessing it's because he doesn't know how. Um, that's my. He doesn't. <laughs> that's my first assumption. Or uh, so we're in the same class together. We're in coaching basketball. So I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. But I'm going to take it as we need to teach Ian how to play defense. So Ian, if you're listening, um, defense is consisted of, in the words of Brian Fife. A good offense is a good defense. So if mm, you can score point. 80 points a game, you have good defense. That's a fair point. It makes no sense. But <laughs> really neither does the question how to play defense in this podcast. So it works out. <laughs> so, Ian, if you want to know how to play defense, uh, come to my game on Monday night, and you'll find out because I'll actually be playing defense. Uh against Connor Riggs. So yeah, if you're if you wanna if you wanna pull up to the, the Academy Gym at nine, you get to see me and C Riggs go at it. Um, Dude, that's a game. It that's is gonna good. be a game. That's so gonna be a game. It's gonna be a good game. 
I actually get to go against a roommate's guild as well. Oh, really? So, yeah, I get to play your roommates. Oh, and that's going to be right. interesting. That's going to be a fun time. I'm going to drop 30 on you boys. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. Drew's, Just kidding. Drew's been talking so much smack about how he's going to drop 30 <laughs> points against you. Oh, my God. I'm like, there's there's no shot, bro. You're 5, what, 5'6"? Five, 5'5"? <laughs> five, five? Good luck. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, God. listen. Isaiah Thomas can drop 60 points in the game. So can Drew. It's it's Drew, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I believe in Drew. Do you though, Brandon? No, not. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. Case closed. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Case closed, guys. Drew, you're not dropping thirty. Ma- maybe three. Um, we'll see on Monday. All right. So next thing, let's let's keep going here. Let's keep rolling. This is a good time. The best fast food restaurant. Caleb, let's hear from you first. In your opinion, what is the best fast food restaurant? I know that you're, you know, incredibly built, so you don't actually eat fast food. I feel like you eat a strict diet of chicken and vegetables. Straight cup. I knew. Uh, <laughs> but what is your favorite fast food restaurant? So, all right, th- this may actually like play into the gym nothing, but I actually love Firehouse Subs. Mm, okay. I think like it's super healthy. I don't like Subway. I oh, used yeah, to work at Subway. Subway. It, it's <laughs> it's miserable. Don't don't ever go there. I, it's way overpriced. It is. It's not worth your time. So like Firehouse is so much cleaner. It actually like supports firefighters and volunteers. So yes. it actually matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, it's healthy. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, I agree. Brandon, best fast food restaurant, go. Well, before I get to my favorite, I have to say I have to promote Subway because one of my best friends literally like owns like twenty of them. No. So, so I I am sorry if you ever hear this podcast. I I promoted you. I did my best. Okay. No. I, Subway I do, is I do terrible. Lo- but. I do love myself a good firehouse sub. Though. Ah, it's good stuff. So, so he's promoting Subway because he feels indebted to this person. Yes, absolutely. But in reality, he knows it's trash. Man, that that firehouse club. Ah, it's, it's it. so good. It's really good. So, but my favorite. I don't, there's a bit of a dispute on whether Five Guys is considered fast food or not. Mm. In some this. circles, I would, I, I would consider yeah. that, and that is my favorite fast food burger, hands down. Next might be like Wendy's, but it's not the same thing. Five yeah. Guys is fresh right off the grill, and it's just you pile so much on top of that: onions, pickles, ketchup, mustard, mayo—literally anything you need. And Every time, great burger, great burger. Every topping is on Brandon's burger. Any topping you can think Every of, topping. it's on there. And Brandon just has this mountain of a burger from Five Guys. It cost him like eighty dollars. It has to be at least <laughs> a foot tall. I mean, um, okay. So for me, the best fast food place is In and Out. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I so I actually went to In and Out for the first time in Houston uh, over New Year's for the first time ever. And man, that burger slapped, bro! Holy cow! Like that was. I I will say, I got the animal style burger and the animal style fries. Mm-hmm. I was not so much of a fan of the fries in Animal Style, personally. Agreed, agreed. I think because they have really thin shoestring fries, I just like those just the way they are. You know, a little salt, dip them in ketchup. Yeah. That's my personal preference. Just classic. Yeah. But the Animal Style burger was out of this world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so good. Oh, man. When I tell you that I had a little party in my mouth when I ate that burger, it was a party, bro. It was a rave. It was a flash mob in my mouth. It was amazing. That's I awesome. can imagine, but oh, I sadly I have not had in it. Oh, but I've road trip only right now. heard. <laughs> road trip, road trip. I've only heard amazing things about it, so I heavily anticipate the first time that I get to have any. See, that's the thing. I I was like, when I went in, I was like, man, this is gonna be so overhyped. This is not gonna yeah. be very good. I'm, I was just expecting it to be bad, and I was like, you know what? This is actually super good. Like it I is. was I was pleasantly disappointed. If that makes sense. Because I thought it was going to be terrible. Because everyone's like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't I don't believe the hype. And I was, like I, like I said, I was pleasantly disappointed in that. Because it was quite good. Yeah. Quite good. All right. Now, moving on. This is an interesting question. Because t- there's only one answer to this question for me. What is the scariest thing to hear your parents say? We need to talk. Ooh. I feel like that's more scary from your girlfriend or significant other, though. See, uh, so like me, just having anxiety in general, when your parents say we need to talk in that tone, that's true. Uh, I lose everything. Like, what did <laughs> I do to go live in the basement for the rest of my life? Like, that, that's, that's what I'm feeling right there. Oh, man. Brandon, what do you think? What is the scariest thing to hear your parents say? Brandon? That's it. No, just that's Brandon. It. <laughs> it's it's like, if, 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 like Caleb said, like, it's about that tone. If... 
if my parents come into my room while I'm like playing video games or something and just say, Brandon, and like oh. actually sound like Uh-oh. concerned, not not as much like disappointed, concerned for but sound concerned. Playing video games that, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But no, like if they come in, I'm I'm more scared of a disappointed tone than I am of an angered tone mm. because that's... I I do everything in my power to make sure that my parents are happy with me not mm. not i don't i'm not just like trying to find that like acceptance but i my parents mean the world to me right. and i can't i can't live my life disappointing them mm. and so when i hear them come up to me and this has only happened a couple of times in my life but i remember it being some of the most heart-wrenching moments is they would just come up to me and like brandon and just sound so so concerned yeah. And I I, rem- I will forever remember those moments because I, I've i obviously, I and anyone else I know has done things that they're not proud of. Oh, but when, I'm right there. But when it affects my parents specifically, I that just hurts me more than anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, for me, it is one, not one word, but one phrase. And it is when they use my full name. Mm-hmm. So when I hear the words yep. Jordan Eric Hodge, I lose it. I, I'm done. I'm hiding. You ever seen those videos of like the dogs who like tear up the house and their parents come home and they're like hiding behind the sofa? That's basically me when I hear my full name, bro. I'm scared for my life. Mm-hmm. It is just either I know A, I really messed up, or B, someone's in trouble. So that's the only two times I hear my full name. Only two times. So I kind of have to decide, flip a coin, which one is it? And if, depending on the tone, I can kind of tell which one it is. Most of the time, I just did something stupid. <laughs> Most of the time, it's my fault. 99.99% of the time, I did something stupid. Um, but yeah, I think parents have a way. I, I hope I can match this one. Parents have a way of using the tone of their voice to really convey fear in their children. <laughs> yep. Not fear in a bad way, but like fear in you know better fear. You know what I mean? Oh, I hope to get to that level one day. <laughs> but then like the other side of that is can you use your tone? To then also show that love and compassion after of okay you oh, yeah. messed up but we're here to catch you we're here to help you oh yeah absolutely, absolutely. yeah I think that's that's something that my parents like my dad does really well mm-hmm. I mean my dad really has that good balance of I mean you know when he's angry or disappointed but you also know when he's trying to help you in those times you know what I mean like he's not just he's not just being hard on you to be just for the sake of being hard on you like he's being hard on you because he wants you to be better. You know what I mean? That my dad is really good at that, which I'm super thankful for. That's good. Um, all right, so let's keep moving here, unless someone else has something to say on that. Mm-hmm. No, all right. So this is an interesting one. What is the best Pixar movie versus the best Disney movie? Brandon, I'll let you so, go first. So what do you mean by versus? That's my problem here. So like, am I just picking the best Pixar movie that I, in my mind, and then the best Disney movie in my mind, and then like? competing those is that what so okay so take the best pixar movie okay and then take the best disney movie that's not disney and pixar just disney okay okay and then tell me tell me which two those are oh man and i'll vote on which one's better i have to go (laughs) okay that's fair you can be the judge that's fair that's fair um i i have to say probably incredibles is my favorite pixar movie incredibles is so good. If you haven't just only listened to the soundtrack for Incredibles, for like the movie's great, but if yeah. you just look up the soundtrack on Spotify, Apple Music, anything, just listen to that. Brando it loves some amazing. Incredibles, man. Oh my goodness! You have I'll walk no into the room idea. and Brandon will be listening to the Incredibles while he's studying. I'm like, Dude, how do you, <laughs> how do you do this? <laughs> it's so good, so good. Glory Days, fantastic oh, song, so good. Fantastic All right, song. best Disney movie then. Oh man, th- this is tough. There's so many good ones. Um, I'll have to say Tangled. Ooh. In my opinion, Tangled had one of the best stories that with a Disney princess story. Okay, don't get me wrong. Disney princess stories are great. I'm not obsessed with them as a category, but Tangled, that caught my eye. It was a fantastic movie. Great music. Love that music. And oh, also... Yeah. It, it was just it was just fun. It was really really fun. It was the first three D animated uh, Disney princess film that they mm-hmm. had done. It was like a new stepping stone for them, right? And right. it was fantastic, revolutionary, and I they've just set higher expectations ever since that movie. So. Yeah, 
Yeah, so what, what's your judgment here? Incredibles or Tangled? That's tough, honestly. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be completely honest. Cause I love Tangled so much. That's my favorite Disney movie. Yeah. Well, not my favorite Disney movie. But it's one of, it's my top three. Um, But I, I'd have to say I'm going to give it to The Incredibles. All right. Like, I just... Pixar does a really good job with character development. Oh, yeah. And they also do a really good job with, like like you said, soundtrack. And connecting their soundtrack to what's going on in the movie is something that they really uh, thrive on. Mm-hmm. So I have to give it to The Incredibles. That's Caleb, fair. best Pixar, best Disney. Let's hear it. It's actually really interesting that you just said character development. So, like, my favorite Pixar movie is Wally. <sighs> oh, Wally! Oh, such a good movie. Dude, Underrated. So The fat good. people in the chairs make me laugh so hard. <laughs> Dude, it is. But the way they develop Wally without having Wally say almost anything. Mm. Like, to me, that is just so, so good it that is. they're able just to develop, just like you said, character development. Yeah. Um, and then for Disney, I, I have to jump right in. I think Tangled is by far the best Disney movie. Yeah. Period. See, if I were comparing those two, I gave it to Tangled. I do. Mm. Even though even though I love I saw Wally in the theaters when it first came out as a little kid. It's the first Same. movie I ever went to the theater to see. Oh really? Yeah, my parents were anti theater when they were growing up, which is not a bad <laughs> thing, but that's just how they were. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the first movies I saw in theaters. It was amazing, amazing. I went with my aunt, and she was like, "We should have won." It was a, so Wally and Kung Fu Panda came out the same year, and she didn't like Wally. She's like, "We should have gone and see Kung Fu Panda." <laughs> and I was like, "How can you say that? It was so good." <laughs> Little nine year old me was like, <gasps> I, don't even know, "I don't even know what how old I was. I probably wasn't nine, but I give that to Wally." All right, so I'm gonna tell you guys my two, and then you guys can vote on which one. All right, all right. So for me, the best Pixar movie is A Bug's Life. Oh, man. A Bug's Life, in my opinion, trumps every Pixar movie because it is so stinking good. It's really good. It's their first major motion picture. Yeah. It is revolutionized digital and mm-hmm. you know, character design because everything was actually animated, mm-hmm. which is unheard of at that time. I think it's just amazing. It's just phenomenal, phenomenal work by Pixar. And, oh, man, this is you guys are going to hate me. But for me, the best Disney movie has got to be Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis man. is so good. That, that's I'm so a, disappointed like, right now. I know, but it's so good. It is so good. It is. I, I can watch that movie over and over and over again, and I will still love it. Like, it is just phenomenal. I mean, it's – I know everyone hates me for saying that, but it is – it's great. I love it so much. I, you'll be disappointed to hear me say this, but I've probably only seen the full length of that movie once wow. before in my life. But I've heard a lot of really good things about it because I was really young, so I don't remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But I know it was a, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it when I was young. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I my opinion, bugs a bug's life is definitely. I mean, I mean, like how how can you compete those two? Like Bugs Life is just so much better. Oh, I don't period, know about that. Period, so much better. Uh, Caleb, why do you hate Atlantis so much? What is wrong with you? I, I overwatched it. Ah, uh, I, I, I ruined it for myself. No such thing, in my opinion. For that movie, I could watch that a million times and never be sick of it. Little mole, mole cracks me up, dude. <laughs> oh, he just digs in the dirt and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to this day, I still quote his little thing when he's riding that big drill. And he's like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I quote that to this day. I go to people, and I'm like, I'm so excited. And they're like, what the is wrong with you? <laughs> you definitely have done that to me. I told you, you I do it all the that. time. I do it all the time. It's just, I just, I don't know, man. That and the doctor, the the doctor kills me, bro. He's saying cut through a femur in 28 seconds. <laughs> His accent? It's so hot. So- oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That was very unexpected. I, Cam, do we need to have a talk? No, no, we absolutely don't need to have Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, if you say so. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right, man, I'm, oh. Oh, man. All right, so, uh, Ryan, who was on the podcast on Monday, wants us to talk about D Group at 1030. So if you're not a Bob Jones student, what we have is we have something called the Sapiship Group. And we have this normally rooms of four, three or four, I believe it is. And we meet twice a week. Monday nights at 10.30, and then Tuesdays, where our normal chapel time is at 11 to 11.35. And we talk about it, – it's a discipleship program. So it's really – you get – like Brandon, actually, who's here today, is actually my discipleship group leader. He's – okay, I guess. No, just, just <laughs> I try. Kidding. I try. I'm just kidding. Uh, and so, like, he, he just helps us, you know, guide the conversation. He helps us just – you know, he's there to talk to us. We talk about the sermons that are being preached in chapel. 
because we have a series that we go through every every uh every semester um and so it's it's been really good i i i enjoy my time in the cyber group but specifically he wants us to talk about cyber group at 10 night on monday um kale you're making a face what are you making a face for what what is your opinion on this Okay, so for me, uh, Monday normally is my day to try and get homework done. So mm-hmm. try and buffer myself for the rest of the week, depending on what I have, um, events or whatever, right? So for me to have D group at 1030, to me, that's either right in the middle of my homework session, like in my room or whatever, mm-hmm. or that is right as I get in the mood to crank out a bunch of homework. Ah. So now, great. And now we're talking spiritual versus like homework, right? So which one's like eternal versus temporary? Um, but personally, I I don't like D group at ten thirty. I just don't think that timing is good for for anybody as well as mental capacity. Normally tends to fall at night. Yeah, I, I will say I think that there is a little bit more of what's the word I'm looking for jovialness at that ten thirty because everyone's kind of back in the dorms. You know, everyone's kind of still hyper from the day. It's it's more of a – sometimes it can get a little carried away, I feel like, in, in our D groups, at least, with Saul. <laughs> what kind of D group um, do you guys uh, have? Really crazy one. Oh, it, um, it's nothing like yours. I, I it's, can it's guarantee nice, you that. But it is – I mean, we, we joke around a lot. But it's – I mean, it's exciting. It's, it's a good time for us to bond with other guys, which is really good. But I will say, I think it is I – I have to quote that. I, I enjoyed – you weren't here for this, but last year during the COVID two semesters – we did D group on I think it was Tuesday Thursday wasn't it Brandon Tuesday Thursday at eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah. I actually enjoyed that a lot more. I enjoyed that time of the morning where the chapel was because I felt like it was more conducive for everyone because it's already a time you have slated out of your day anyways, yeah. as opposed to now we have to make an extra time at night for you guys to do something. So I feel like that that does hurt it quite a bit. I feel like even though I enjoy the time, I think having it at that t- at that time at ten thirty at night is just it's. I wouldn't say a waste, but it's it can be it can be hard because some people are like some people just sit there and like I just want to do my homework, like I just want to go study for my test that I have tomorrow, and I get that you know they they have tests they have homework and we're students, but I also understand the spiritual side of it that we need that discipleship aspect with other people. So Brandon, as a GL, what do you think? Yeah, it it I don't think the perspective changes too much as a GL. Obviously, there's extra responsibility with like hey, it's it's your job to keep this time focused and try to do your best with this time and get these guys in a mood for spiritual growth. And that's very important, like we've already said. But when it comes to that 1030 at night situation, I I do agree that it's it's sometimes more difficult to keep people focused and engaged. That's my opinion for my, for my D group because it's just we're a lot of really strong uh, – personalities and when you have a lot of different strong personalities like it's there's a lot of un unintentional contention that nobody really notices and we just end up just talking and talking and then next thing you know it's 1050 I'm like oh crap I gotta reel this in and start actually trying to get something going here and that I, I put that on myself as a GL like it, it, I've been working on it trying to figure out how to do my best at um, keeping that time focused, but it's just that time 1030 at night just doesn't always help out uh, most of the people, whether it's because we're getting loopy, it's the end of the night and we some people tend to go to bed earlier, um, mm-hmm. or if yeah. it's for people that, um, like we already mentioned, is doing homework. Like I, I personally, as a GL, have Monday nights are one of my most important nights for homework because there's this weekly cycle with one of my classes that has two large assignments due every single Monday night. And mm. if I've procrastinated over the weekend, which we all know you do, which happens <laughs> quite often, uh, mostly it's my fault. Yeah. Uh, Jordan likes to invite me to a lot of things. I do. Uh, anyways, yeah, it, it, I end up getting interrupted with my homework time, and then mm. that just makes it even worse because mm. I'm the one that's supposed to be leading this this discipleship situation, and if I'm not in the right mindset. I'm not doing my job correctly. Right. And I just don't think that it's the most conducive environment for that situation. And I would agree with you, Jordan, uh, last semester when we were doing it at 11 a.m. every Tuesday, Thursday, I think that was fantastic because we were getting good chapel messages every week still, even though there was one chapel time cut out mm-hmm. each week, we were still getting really good messages. 
and uh, maybe you could argue less worship time because we always have worship time in the chapel and stuff. Yeah. But I, I think that it's just better for the majority to have it at that 11 a.m. time twice a week at uh, as a minimum because people are either they're getting up and they're getting ready to start their day and that's a really good way to start your day is uh to be in the word and discuss the word with friends Mm -hmm. but if you uh have it late at night when people are trying to do homework or people are typically going to bed then it's just it's a lot more difficult to really keep that good focused environment yeah i think it can be it can be a real hindrance sometimes because i know like even myself like there are times when i don't want to go to d group because i'm just like i just want to sleep which is pretty rare because I'm a night owl. But, like, I mean, I just don't want to go because of the time that it's at. Not because I don't want to go, period. I just don't want to go because of when it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's that's my thing. I mean, that's just a thing I got to fix because I have to have a better attitude about it. But I think the timing can be a hindrance sometimes to certain people. I mean, including myself. So it's, it's, a, t- it's a tough thing. So, Stevie P, if you ever listen to this, um, go back to Tuesday, Thursdays. That's what we're saying. <laughs> go back to Tuesday, Thursdays. We love that. We love that idea. Dr. Benson. I doubt you're listening to this, but if you are, <laughs> that's number one. Change number one. All right, so let's go back, going a little bit back to the fast food. This is the first, last one before we go to break, okay? Uh, Chick-fil-A or Zaxby's? Which is better and why? Chick-fil-A all day because, because you cannot get Chick-fil-A sauce anywhere else. That is my only reason why I think Chick Fil A. I have a counter to that argument. You can get Chick Fil A sauce in giant bottles. Facts. Yeah, at grocery stores now. Facts. So, but are we talking just going to the fast food joint, or are we like taking it, just it says home? Chick Fil A versus Zaxby's? Do, what do we have a holster on our side with Chick Fil A sauce in it? Like, are, <laughs> who Wait, doesn't? Okay. What are you, you talking want, about? Want to hear my really, <laughs> hear my really unpopular opinion? This is my really really unpopular opinion. Chick Fil A sauce is only good with Chick Fil A. Oh, agreed. Besides chicken tenders, no. See, even then, I don't. Unless it's Chick Fil A, I don't like Chick Fil A sauce. I'll be honest with you, I don't. But I think Zaxby's can go with any chicken tender. Like their sauce is so good. Zach's sauce is fantastic. Um, I personally, I'm not. I love Chick Fil A, and I it would actually be a really close competition for me between Chick Fil A and Zaxby's. But I am not a huge fan of Chick Fil A sauce. It's just honey mustard with a little sprinkle of red stuff in it and that's that's i know a lot of people are gonna come down on me for that because people love their chick-fil-a sauce but um zach sauce is really really good it has a lot more of a punch to its flavor mm. and and the chicken sometimes at zaxby's de- depending on which zaxby's you go to the one back home sometimes it can be a little iffy but when it's on point oh my goodness it's so good also zaxby's start putting more of that like Cajun seasoning on your fries that you oh, typically yeah, do because the one back home at least I don't know about the ones around here but the one back home like I remember at the age of 15 when they started skimping out on their Cajun seasoning on their fries oh, yeah. and I was I've he honestly cried. never been disappointed th- th- that much it was it was so disappointing you went back to the basement that you <laughs> <laughs> shut up shut up <laughs> Okay, that whole time you're making a face. What what is your beef with Zaxby's? I don't like punch. I don't like heat. Ah. Uh, so that's that's me. I'm I'm a weakling in that in that way. Well, I'll give you I a good suggestion from Zaxby's. Get a buffaloed blue salad with well, you don't like hot stuff, but that's what he with just the hot, said. I know, but hey, what, listen, it listen, might change your mind listen, though. Caleb, I hot know honey you don't mustard like hot sauce. stuff, but listen, go get the hottest thing <laughs> menu and eat it. You'll love it. I promise. <laughs> It'll change your mind completely. <laughs> I, I'm so done. I'm so break, break question mark. <laughs> well, I have to give mine input. Oh, fair. First, then, fair. then we'll go to break. We'll go to break. Well, it's going to be against it, Caleb again anyway. So. That, so, okay, actually, here's this is mostly against everyone. Though. I'll be honest. I really don't like Chick-fil-A that much. Yeah. I know that makes me like a terrible Christian. Because <laughs> it's like the Lord's chicken. The Lord's chicken. You know, but I really, I really have never like... Been like, oh yeah, I want to go to Chick Fil A today. You know what I mean? Like, I go to it because it's there. Like, especially like on campus, I go to it because I don't want Papa John's. You know what I mean? And I'm just never been a big Chick Fil A guy. I think it's for me, it's a little overpriced. I'm, I'm sorry, that's just my opinion. And I'm I'm more I 
I like to get my money's worth when I go eat food. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with spending a $60, $60 on, like, a steak if it's a $60 steak. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's a $20 steak that I pay 60 bucks for, then I'll be mad. But, like, I like to get my money's worth when I go for food. And for me, Chick-fil-A, even though, like, I don't understand why it's the price that it is. It's there because of the amazing customer service Chick-fil-A provides. Because of the environment it has. Behind the brand. Yeah. Because, behind the brand. That's exactly what you're doing. You're buying the brand. And then there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the same reason people buy Macs, you know? And let's mm-hmm. talk. I mean, if we're talking about computers, I mean, Mac is. Okay, some people might disagree. Mac is like an obsolete computer, in my opinion, yeah, compared to Windows. Like, Windows is a bigger platform when it comes to computers. You can argue phones with like Apple and Samsung. You can argue that I think completely, but like I think people buy Macs because they're buying the brand. You know what I mean? I think it's the same reason for people who are like, like those people who are like, man, dude, I had like ten thousand Chick Fil A points wrapped up right now. Like they're <laughs> just they're like avidly go to Chick Fil A just to get the points, and they're like, hey, man, that's more power to you. But for me, I just I can't do it. But for Zaxby's though, I do just about anything for some Zaxby's. I'll be honest. I'm from I'm from Atlanta, and Zaxby's is big. Zaxby's and Crystal are real big there. And oh my gosh! One last thing, uh, talk about Chick Fil A points. My dad currently has a little cute little anecdote here. So my dad has over a hundred and fifteen thousand Chick Fil A points right now. <laughs> what? No, I'm not kidding. And <laughs> what? guess what? He saw on TV about I don't know, like three. Four months ago, so there was a commercial for Chick Fil A, and some lady had fifty thousand Chick Fil A points. And guess what she did with those fifty thousand points? Fed an orphanage, and my father refuses to let us use these Chick Fil A points (laughs) for ourselves. We could live on Chick Fil A three meals a day for about a month with all the points that he has with the five people in my family. Well, four now because my older sister's married, but still, like that's insane. I don't even. 115,000? I'm not joking. How, okay, let's do some math here. Quick math with me. Um, how many times a day is that? The <laughs> 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 He probably eats three meals a day just to get to buy three meals a day. He wants to set the world record. You need to contact Guinness Book of World Records and see if they have a world record of Chick-fil-A points saved. Though. Yeah, I, I definitely got to push my definitely dad to, to either use these points or make someone know that he has these points. We could get a lot of publicity from Absolutely. that. Absolutely. All right, guys, with that, we'll head into our break, and we will be right Alright guys, welcome back to the Hodge Podcast. Again, Freestyle Friday, coming out on Saturday, don't judge me. Midterms week, okay? I had a test in every class today. It was awful. That um, sucks. It, it does. Um, anyways, joining me today, Caleb Munson, back again. Welcome, my friend. Back at it. Back at it again. And Brandon Swain, my discipleship group leader and good friend, also a member of the ROTC program here at Bob Jones. So, amazing guy. He's very busy. He's also very beautiful and very single. So, ladies... He's available. <laughs> Every freaking time, Jordan. I have to plug it. I want you to be happy. Who says I'm not happy now? I do. <laughs> this man just put the full e-break on. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm not desperate. Oh, man. Neither is... Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Go. <laughs> We need to talk again, <laughs> okay? All right, so getting back into it, we have a couple more topics here. So one of them was the death of Gort the monkey. Um, I have no idea what the frick that is. So I was trying to look it up before the podcast, but I could not find any monkey named Gort anywhere on Google. But I did find Georgie the monkey. Uh, he was he had a significant presence on TikTok last year, so wasn't very recent. But he did die like back in July last year. Hmm. So um, rip Georgie. Um, I can't really say rip Gort because I don't know if you existed <laughs> or not. So uh, yeah, I rip don't, monkeys. I don't think rip monkeys. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Um, I honestly I don't know what that means. So, if you know what this means, um, please tell me, because I have no idea. Um, and then I will talk about it if I can actually find out what it means. So if I find out what it means, I will bring it up in the next Freestyle Friday and correct myself. But I have no idea what this is. Caleb, you look concerned. No, I was just thinking about the last time I was on the podcast. 
we talked about you looking like Samwise Gamble. Oh yeah. And I was really wondering if someone sent a meme. Oh yes. Yes, oh, oh, I got, did. I got, I got three or four different ones. Did that get posted? Well, your, it's on, your profile, it's, on, it's my profile picture. Okay. Yep, I said I would make it my profile picture. It is now my, it is currently my profile picture. Um, let's see if I can pull this up for a good old Caleb here. <laughs> Guys, please go check his Instagram. Please go support the podcast. Please, please, please do. Yeah. So this is. Um, no, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just wanna view it. Can I view it? Okay, I will show you after the podcast. But, um, but yeah, it was someone took me and. They actually edited me into four different hobbits. So it was me photoshopping the four different hobbit heads, including Samwise. Fellowship of the Ring, man. Yeah. Fellowship of Jordan. Oh. Well, hey. <clears throat> that would be that would be a movie that everyone would hate. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd watch it. Oh, man. That's a bad idea, I feel like. <laughs> Dude, straight up parody with literally Jordan's face just edited onto all of the hobbits. It'd be fantastic. Oh my, that's that's wild. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So next question, uh, I asked about the Hodgepodge Lodge, which was my cabin name from camp this past summer. Um, so if you worked at me at camp this summer, um, you know that my cabin name was the Hodgepodge Lodge, and my last name is Hodge. So I mean, you guys can't really talk about this because you weren't there, but I had a blast. I thought it was a great way to go out, and it was just amazing. I had a great time. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about that because again, some of these topics you can't really go into too much. Um, let's see what else is there. Oh, yes, here's a good one: entrepreneurship. It's all you, Caleb. Oh, all right, Caleb, <laughs> that's the take it away. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> let me pop my collar a little bit. Uh, entrepreneurship. I think early in life, try it or at least investigate it. That's what we're currently doing right now. Yeah, so I mean, I this is this is an entrepreneurship. Um, if early in your life you have time to learn and correct your mistakes, mm. and if you wait until either like after college um, or like later on in life, you just don't have have the energy to invest into that entrepreneurship. You don't have the same uh, drive. Uh, as you did because your perspective changes right so everything that's important to you changes as well um i think everyone should investigate entrepreneurship though i think it's so needed um and like a lot of your small businesses that obviously like got impacted by covid and everything a lot of them are entrepreneurship and i really think that those are the best stores to go to like for food hole in the walls all day family owned that that's it that's where I go. Um, like thrift shops, family owned. Hey Macklemore, can we go thrift shopping? Hey, don't don't hate on thrift shops. <laughs> don't, don't, don't hate on me. Oh no, I go thrift shopping. Oh okay, right. I, I am a regular at Goodwill Ooh, and need to Miracle go. Hill. So yeah. All right, all right, but, yeah. Right now, right now, let's go. Midnight. Run. All right. Well, we'll see. They're not gonna be open. We'll make them be open. We'll make them be open. Forget curfew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the best way for me to describe entrepreneurship is the backbone of U.S. economy. Mm, absolutely. I think, I mean, yeah. that is, that's the easiest way to describe it because this country was really built on entrepreneurs. You know, John D. Rockefeller, Henry Ford, you know, Andrew Carnegie, those guys were entrepreneurs. They were the people who thought of something that could make businesses better. And they did it. What, Caleb, what? I'm about to take this really deep. Oh, oh no. Right. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. I think our nation, like you said, is built on the backbone of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I would argue that it's built on the backbone of ideas so people not being afraid to press on and um, explore these ideas and see where they go now our society today is extremely judgmental and also like like peer pressure like people just tell you negativity 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 there's no positivity Mm. um and so i think this country is starting to become slowly more uniform as well as pushing quote-unquote strange or outlandish ideas out of the pool just because it sounds crazy and it's not what we're used to mm. interesting i i can't disagree with you honestly that's an interesting point but i think you know entrepreneur like you said you know it's built on ideas i think entrepreneurship is the perfect meld of ideas creativity and business and trying to make money because i mean like think about 
you know, we talked about Apple for a brief second. You know, Apple was an entrepreneurship. It was a brand new it computer was, company. You know, they started out of a garage. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's if that's not an entrepreneur, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I would say, you know, Thomas Edison to a certain extent is an entrepreneur. Agreed. You know, yeah, 100%. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, he's credited as one of the greatest inventors in U.S. history. You know, him and Tesla are up there. But like, I think they're entrepreneurs by far. Um, I would say Elon Musk, huge entrepreneur. I mean, I think in this, I mean, he's one of the richest men in the world right now. So I think, is he the richest? Is he at the top? I don't know. I think he's he is up there or did he pass up Bezos? Uh, I don't know if he was up there with Bezos. Uh, I know he's up there on the list. But I don't all know three of us googling, trying to find out. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys Google. Fact check. The fact checkers were here. Well, what was that meme from when Hillary ran? It was like, oh, the fact checkers are here tonight. So I hope they'll be fact checking. Hundreds of times. So, according to Forbes.com, Elon Musk did pass. Really? Jeff Bezos. Really? Well, that's probably because Bezos' wife got all his money in, in their divorce. <laughs> that could very much be a thing. Net worth of $223 billion. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. That is nuts. SpaceX. SpaceX. I want to go to Space. Reason. I want to go live on Mars. Elon, take me to Mars. So, Elon, if you ever listen to this, which will never happen, but Elon Musk, if you listen to this, take me to Mars. <laughs> take me to Mars, Elon. I will go with you. I don't care how much it costs. Well, I do because I'm broke. But <laughs> I want to go. You should just tag Elon in every single one of your posts. No every matter what post, the contact. Take me to Mars. <laughs> hashtag, t- yeah, if you if you see this, comment hashtag take me to Mars. Okay? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. that's what that's what we're going for here. Forget <laughs> Doge to the moon, Jordan to Mars. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think people don't value entrepreneurship enough. Going back to our, our you know our topic here, I don't think they really value what a good entrepreneur brings to the table. Um, I think that is something that is lost in our generation a lot of times, especially with younger people. Mm-hmm. Which is why shows like Shark Tank are so popular. Mm-hmm. People watching like, oh wow, that's so cool. And then they're like, oh, yeah, but that doesn't happen to me because they don't think they can try it. Like Caleb's talking about, so, so negative. They don't think they can try. Mm-hmm. Try. Put yourself out there. Try someone. If it doesn't work, that's okay. You know, we mentioned Thomas Edison. He tried 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb, you know, and he kept going until he made one. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's phenomenal. Like, the reason we have modern inventions like our cell phones are because of people like Alexander Graham Bell, mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. The reason we have modern electricity is because of Ben Franklin and his kind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, because of Tesla. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, it's because of Tesla. I mean, another entrepreneur. And that's, I think, a huge part of our society and a huge part of our culture is entrepreneurship. Because, we, you know, U.S. is a huge melting pot. And, I mean, we saw it. Well, we personally didn't see it, but we see it in our history books reflected in the early 1920s, coming into those rolling 20s. That was all fueled by entrepreneurship. There's booming businesses in the U.S., so it's, it's a huge impact in our society. Um, so I think it's it's a big part of the U.S. in gen- like just in general. Like it, I think it provides great avenues for everyone to have a voice, and it's I think that's amazing. I really do. All right, so our last question of the podcast. I know it's very sad. Uh, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm, I might tear up a little bit. So it, it feels like we haven't been here for more than ten minutes. Okay, but that's okay. Now this question again was submitted by our very own Kayla Munson. Every time he has these questions, I have to bring him on because they're so good. They're really, really good. So, Brandon, I'm going to say the question. Oh, no. and I'd like you to respond to it first. So, I want you to talk about the importance of reputation. Okay. I know Caleb will surpass me in every way with his answer after <laughs> I'm done. But reputation, just, oh, man. There is so much weight that comes with how you are seen as by society um and nowadays with as kayla mentioned earlier how judgmental our society is now if your reputation just has a tinge of issues with it Mm. society will attack you cancel you as we've been hearing for the past five years is being canceled constantly and so reputation is it's everything right now if you Mm. can't have a good reputation in society then people will attack you and that's why as christians specifically we need to approach our lives seeking to give society 
a better view on Christianity because that's why so atheism and uh, just in general, just secular ideas are raging like a wildfire through the U.S. now. Mm. It's because Christians have gotten so stuck in the weeds with the idea of, oh, you people who don't believe in God, you people who deny God as being our savior, um, think uh, that everything you do is better than us. It's like, no, you're terrible people. You Instead of us as Christians attacking everyone else, we need to be showing them the love of God. Mm. And we have tarnished over the past, I would say, 50 years specifically, have just tarnished the name of Christ because we have been attacking everyone for the things they've been doing wrong rather than showing them the love that God provides for them, even though, yeah, they are wrong. People that don't believe that Christ died on the cross for them and completely deny that, yeah, there's an issue. They need to know and believe, and we need to be the ones seeking to help them. But if we're just attacking them because they have different morals than we do, then they're never going to actually approach us seriously and they're just going to fight us right back yeah and i mean we're just as bad as they are that's i think that's the thing we're just as messed up in almost every way as people who don't believe in christ i think that that's something that people don't really look at a lot today you know just because let's say even someone who is a christian is does something wrong Mm -hmm. people i feel like in a lot of circles in the christian will just like shun that person because it's something wrong because now their reputation is tarnished. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be an upstanding member of your community, you can be an upstanding member of your church, and then you make a mistake like everybody else does. You can sin like everybody else does, and then your name is just almost essentially dragged through the mud sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it happen firsthand, and it's it's heartbreaking because that's still a person that we should love. We don't approve of what they do that's wrong. I mean, I wouldn't expect someone to approve of what I do that's wrong. I would expect someone to be disappointed in me, mm-hmm. as I'm disappointed in myself when I make wrong choices. But I'm. I can't also. I also want them to show me the same love that God shows me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, Caleb, talk about this idea of reputation for a minute. All right, fasten your seatbelts. Here we go. (laughs) To me, reputation is. Besides faith, I want to clarify that. Besides faith, reputation is everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, as as Brandon said, it is how you are viewed by society. It is how, as well as almost a reflection of how you act, how you communicate, and interact with other people. In the long run, and like you guys literally just talked about, of one mistake tarnishes your entire reputation. Mm. And and just uh, addressing this idea of other people picking out your mistakes there's also people who will pick out the most minute of details because they're jealous of who you are Mm. and how you act so because you are staying above reproach they're going to pick on you because oh this person there's no possible way that this person is either this nice or uh displays god this well like there's no possible way now we're all humans we're all sinners and i get that um, but I, I just don't understand the idea that people have to go after someone's reputation for one minute mistake. And as long as they learn from that mistake, and that's clear, if they clearly understand that they messed up, they seeked forgiveness and they took the proper methods to remedy that situation. I, I don't see why their reputation should be tarnished. I almost think that mistake should be acknowledged and how they came back from it should almost increase their reputation because they did learn from that mistake. Yeah. Right? They, they didn't let them just stop it in their tracks. Mm. I do have personal experience with this. So. <laughs> yeah. I think this is where I think I like getting these deep conversations with is because I think ev- both of you guys have great views on this, by the way. And I appreciate you guys' comments. But I, I want to take it the opposite direction. Because, you know, Caleb said that reputation is everything, and I agree. Um, but what about people who don't have a bad reputation and then are perceived as good? You know what I mean, there are bad people that have a good reputation. 
And I think a good example is, you know, people who are elevated in today's society, being these great people, I'm not going to name any, like I said, I'm not going to get political, so I'm not going to name names, but in reality, they really weren't good people. You know what I mean? And I can think of like, like Hollywood in general, Hollywood has a lot of scandals in it. Mm-hmm. Like that entertainment industry is just thriving on a lot of things that are just terrible. I'm not saying Hollywood is just, you know, eat of the devil or anything like that, but I think it has sin just like everywhere else, you know, but we praise these big name actors for being these amazing people without, and then when they're in a scandal, it's like, oh no, this, how could this ever happen? Like, I mean, they were just as bad as we are. You know what I mean? I think that it's it's interesting to see people who are sinners or bad just like us, and just because they're on a big screen in a movie theater that you pay fourteen dollars for, mm-hmm. they're all of a sudden the reputation is just massively better. You know, it's yeah. it's hard sometimes because for people who are good but have a bad reputation because of like came up with the one mistake, it's hard to gain that back. It's really really difficult. I mean, that's that's exactly why whenever I have a Bruin on my podcast on Mondays. One of the questions I always ask them, whether you hear it in the podcast or not, sometimes editing and things like that, I always ask them, what is it like to be a Bruin? Mm-hmm. What is the reputation you have on your team specifically and then as a Bruin athlete in general? And a lot of times the answers are pretty similar. You know, because they have that Bruin, you know, essentially like tattooed on their identity here, it can really taint their, their uh, reputation. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same way with Christians sometimes. And we talk to people in the streets like, oh, yeah, well, I'm a Christian. People immediately associate us with hate mongering and mm-hmm. judgment and things like that. And it's like we're not – first off, there are people who are like that that are Christian. Yeah. And that's terrible. But I think that we get thrown in with a lot of different people mm-hmm. as, as Christians, as Bible-believing Christians. You know, the ones that are – even though we don't approve of what's going on, we will talk to someone regardless of what's going on in their life. You know what I mean? And our reputation gets tarnished just because we associate ourselves with a certain group of people, yeah. um, which is believers in Christ. And I think that's 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 hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to overcome. It's hard to overcome your reputation. And I mean, it's just ugh. one like Caleb said, one mistake can ruin that yeah. forever, forever. I mean, and we know that Christians have made many more than just one mistake. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Yes. So oh yes. It, it's it is. I mean, we've already been reciprocating this idea of, uh, yes, one mistake ruins everything. Mistakes uh, tarnish the reputation. And it's – you if you – Christians, I encourage you, if you do not know anything about church history, early church history, please, please go and study that. Because mm-hmm. you need to understand how much we went through at the very beginning of the church back in New Testament ages, but also – the terrible mistakes we made trying to develop and change what our faith really was like church split just so many terrible things that have happened over the past 2000 years that have just really tarnished our reputation entirely and i obviously one mistake can ruin a lot of things but when you have a history of repeating these offenses of uh targeting those who just simply don't believe the same way you do um as christians i mean we think of atheists as attacking people just because they don't believe the same way they do we do the same thing just like you said earlier jordan we do the exact same thing and it's it it is so so difficult to recover from that tarnished reputation even if you're genuine even if you're genuine yeah and that's why that's why i kind of enjoy this podcast because it gives me an opportunity to talk with people who i wouldn't be able to talk to normally and I mean, it gives me an opportunity to talk, like I said, with Bruins, who I, I don't really talk to a lot. Yeah. I mean, they come on they come on here, and I get to talk to them for 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour, just about what they're like, you know? And I get to talk to them before the podcast and after the podcast, you know, the, the conversations that you guys don't hear. I mean, it's just, it's a wonderful tool to talk to them and actually understand who they are as a person. Um, in addition to that, I want, I want to just say, if you guys are listening to this, and you don't know anything about the Bible or about Christ, um... Please reach out to someone. If you're at Bob Jones, uh, reach out to someone in upper, upper leadership. Um, reach out to myself. Um, again, you know, I'm always willing to talk to people who listen to the podcast. So if you want to talk to me about my faith or you know my ideas about certain things, please reach out. I'm more than happy to talk with you about it. Um, guys, I think that is our time. Caleb, Brandon, thank you guys so much for coming on today. I mean, it was a party. 
Absolutely. absolute party. It, and I really, I really enjoy when you guys come on, especially you, Caleb. You know, coming on is these deep conversations that you just generate. I love it. I love it. So thank you, thank you again. Th- thanks for having me. Any, I will have you on as many times as the people want. The people want <laughs> Caleb. Um, but yeah, thank you guys again for coming on. Um, if you guys haven't followed me already, follow me on Instagram, jehodge97. You can see, you can submit your topics on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm posting it two days a week now, just because sometimes it doesn't go through. Um, sometimes you don't get as much topic as much topics as you want. So, you know, you can submit your topics Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I will. I think I'm private actually right now. But on I will, Instagram? I, yeah, I might I have to. I might have to open that up to to get more people on. Um, the link in my bio is there. It'll take you directly to Anchor, which is what I post my podcast through. You can donate on there. You can uh, look at at Spotify. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast, the Hodge Podcast. Guys, thanks again so much for listening. Can't wait to hear from you.